Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is America's Sports Voice. KMOX. The Great Bar Sports Open Line continues right here on KMOX. St. Louis Blues Hockey opening up the season on Thursday. They'll be in Dallas. Tonight is actually the opening night for the NHL. Old friend Ryan O'Reilly scoring a goal tonight for uh, Nashville, but they trail Tampa Bay in the third period by a 3-2 score. We're happy to be able to go back to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line and welcome in our friend Luke Korak. He covers the Blues for NHL.com and also the Hockey News. You follow him on Twitter at LKorak10. Lou, thanks for your time as always. How are you? Anytime, Matt. What's going on? Not much. What can... um. What can you really learn about a team during training camp and during preseason games? Like, is it is it possible to get a much of a handle on on what's going to happen in the season just based off what you see in practice and what you see in preseason games? Well, you'd like to think so, and a lot of that. And Craig Ruby has addressed it. He addressed it yesterday before the team took off for their uh, team bonding trip down getting down to Dallas and into Frisco ahead of time, a couple of days, he talked about buy-in and uh, you know, if, if you've got the guys and, and the collective group together, buying into what they're preaching, what they're trying to teach the systems they're trying to play. And if everybody's all on board, then um, I think you'll get a pretty good grasp, or at least you'd like to hope you get a pretty good grasp of what you're going to get. And uh, you know, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty productive training camp for this group. And you can tell they're, they're focused and they're they 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 really honed in on uh, a lot of the defensive details. They'll get a heck of a test come Thursday against a team. A lot of people are not only picking to um, go deep into the playoffs, but even win it in Dallas. And you just went down there a week ago. And uh, granted, I understand it's a preseason game, but you know you'll get a you'll get a heck of a test there. But uh, you, you'd like to think so because you know with with what happened last year. This team wants to trend back upwards. Not a lot of people are giving them much of a shot, if at all, to make the playoffs. And I, I, I think they like being in that position when they're backed into a corner. They seem to come out swinging. And, uh, you know, again, you, you have to prove it on the ice. So far, they've proved it throughout the first, what, three weeks of uh, of training camp and, and the season. And uh, off they go. Now, now you have to take that product and put it on the ice and, and see if that work that you put in during during these three weeks uh, can 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 benefit you in in the standings and get you off to a good start more than anything. You mentioned the the attention, uh, the uh, the you know, intensity, the attention to detail, things like that. How much how much different does that look in a year like this, where you're coming off a terrible season, versus a more standard year for the Blues, where maybe they're even if they don't make a deep playoff run, where they're at least in the playoffs. 
Well, it's going to look different, and it's going to have to look different, and 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 it starts with the top because you've got uh, you've got Mike Weber in there now, who's coming in and implementing his system, and uh, I think you see a guy that's pretty vocal out there and in trying to get these guys to, like you had mentioned there, pay attention to details, and a lot of that has to do with and Tory Krug talked about it the other night after their game against Chicago, and, and Craig Berube has mentioned it is just protecting the slot area. I mean, you can't. You can't have your goalie under that kind of siege and bombardment game after game, time after time again. And uh, it's it was reflective on Jordan Bennington's numbers. They didn't look very good. Now, you know, could he have helped himself in some in some situations? Sure, but a lot of that it just had to do with the guys that were in front of him, and uh, it just wasn't good enough. And, and they understand that. They know that this is a especially a defensive group now that's a year older. Uh, they're they're a year closer to being on the on the other side of playing the game, and they know that their time is getting thin if they're if they're going to be, you know, a relevant team moving forward. And you know, when you're on the outside looking in, now you have to find a way to get to get somebody and pull them out of there and get in there yourself. And that's not an easy thing to do uh, with with so much parity in the league. So I think they've really they've really focused on the defensive side of things and. The biggest thing is going to be to try to balance it out because I think we all feel like that this is a team that's got the capabilities of scoring. They're really balanced up front. If they can just uh, continue, you know, to put in this work and get off to a good start in this regular season with what they've done defensively, then I, then I think uh, you'll see the results on the ice. It feels like in every media availability that Craig Berube has had, and you've been there for, if not all, almost all of them, that the, the Buchnevich thomas Kairou line gets brought up and gets talked about. Can, can you speak to just how important that line is for this team uh, to possibly overachieve this year and be a playoff club? Well, they're going to have to be. I mean, you're talking about um... – forget about forget about what they're getting paid and you know they're obviously three of the top paid players on the team but you know they're they're three of the best players on the team all from an offensive standpoint so they're going to have to get the job done and i think and i think they understand that now now you've got you've got Thomas and Kairou that are the two highest paid players on this team and you're going to you're going to be expected to perform there's going to be more eyes on you um you're going to your expectations just even 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 after putting up uh, the decent numbers and the good numbers that they've put up in the last couple of years, those numbers are going to have to continue to climb now. And uh, if they don't, you know, they I think they understand even at you know 23 and 24 years old that uh, you know you're going to be looked at now, and, and there's going to you're going to see the number you're going to see the top opponents from the opposition on a night in night out basis. And it's going to be up to them to raise their level of game. They, they've done a good job so far throughout this camp. And I, the thing I like about it the most is, is they've kept them together. And Craig Berube's been real, he's been real persistent on keeping his forward, uh, forward groupings together. Um, he's given them that time to gel and to get to know one another again. And those three in particular, when they've played, they've, they've put up some numbers and uh, they, they were able to put up some points in their last preseason game and they feel like they're ready to go. And they're going to have to be because these are the guys that are going to, that are going to have to lead, lead by example uh, more, more than anything on both sides of the ice. You look at the, the lines, you look at the defensive pairings, and I think a lot of people could have 
guessed something pretty close to this even before training camp got started. Uh, the team just sent five guys down. They waived five, cleared waivers. They'll stay in the organization as well. Did any of the guys who are not on the team anymore really legitimately push for a roster spot? Uh, well, I mean, you just the way they were the way they were trending is is they were going to keep two extra defensemen and one extra forward. And the way and the way it pretty much played out, um, Nikita Alexandrov won the won the thirteenth forward job. And I think from the get go, the Blues really wanted him to win this job, but he really didn't win it until towards the end of training camp. There, so it left the door open there for both Nathan Walker and Mackenzie McEachern to see if either one of those guys could, you know, maybe jump up and 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 grab that extra forward role. And um, you know, although both of them certainly performed you know, well, at times, uh, it, it just wasn't enough for them to probably have, well, they would have to have exposed Alexandra of the waivers. And I don't think they wanted to go down that route. Same thing with Scott Perunovich on defense. I think that's why probably the main reason why they, they kept that extra defenseman is because they didn't want to, these are two young guys that they drafted. These are two young guys that they've wanted to get into the lineup, get into NHL caliber games and, 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 and play and wanted to get these guys here. And Alexandrov's one of those. They 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 handed him the keys early in training camp and said, go out and win the job. And he started off, it, it was a pretty inconsistent camp for him, but he really jumped up and grabbed at those last two preseason games. And it's pretty telling whenever Torpchenko couldn't play in Dallas a week ago Thursday, um, and, they, and they put Alexandrov into the lineup. That was pretty much the tell that they were going to go with him as that 13 forward, unless he just absolutely fell on his face and, and, and didn't get the job done that it was going to be his to lose. And he went out and he grabbed it and uh, understands what his role is now, but uh, not really a whole lot of surprises. I know a lot of people out there are, you know, questioning and scoffing about Kelly Rosen, maybe not being one of the top eight, but again, it that's, that's where you got Perunovic in here because they felt like, you know, you could probably take a veteran like that, even though he had a really good year last year, put him through waivers and, and, and send him down. They didn't want to, they didn't want to risk losing uh, somebody like Scott Perunovic uh, for nothing uh, because there was always that possibility. So not, not too many surprises, just a couple of those guys at the back end there, but we pretty much knew what this roster was going to look like heading into the season when they opened camp. He is Luke Korak. He covers the blues for NHL.com and also the hockey news. You should follow him on Twitter at LKorak10. Lou, thanks so much. Enjoy the start of the hockey season, and I'm sure we'll be uh, catching up with you uh, throughout the course of the year. All right, man. Take care. Awesome. Very good. That's Lou Korak joining us. We appreciate him taking a moment with us. We're going to dive back into baseball, talk a little bit about the baseball playoffs, what we saw at the end of the game yesterday between the Braves and Phillies, and also dive back into those comments that were made by uh, Bill DeWitt III when it comes to not just payroll going up, but payroll ranking going up. I think that's the key. We'll discuss that coming up in just a moment. It's a Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. KMOX.